Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com Hi, everyone. Welcome to A Great Day to Talk. I'm Kim Michelle, and I'm here with my great friend, Patty. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And I'm also here with my great friend, not really, Jill. Well, she really is my great friend, but she's not really here. So Jill is uh, Patty and my great friend who is not here with us on this podcast tonight because she is actually in Maine with her family the last night that they're here and so there and so they're going to take this evening and enjoy their last night in Maine on the beach enjoying the ocean and the beautiful sunset so our love to them they'll be back she'll be back with us next week so we look forward to that Um, We came together on this podcast because we love to talk about all kinds of different things, books, current events. What else do we like to talk about, Patty? Ideas, novelties, relationships, uh, gosh, social issues. Yeah. And we like to talk about our husbands. Yes, we Mm -hmm. do. We like to talk about our families. We like to talk about our friends. Uh, Tonight we have the opportunity because we knew Jill wasn't going to be here to have a special guest in the studio with us today. We like to bring special guests in every once in a while, and this is an extra special guest. Yes. Uh, If you are following us with video, then you can already see who our special guest is, and some of you may know him very well. Uh, Others of you may not know him, but I'm sure that you'll enjoy experiencing him on the podcast today. So joining us on the podcast today is Scott Pullen, who also happens to be my husband, which I I don't know what other qualification he would possibly need, Patty, (laughs) besides that. Right. Well, that just makes him the smartest man on earth. Exactly. Yes. Exactly, Miss Patty. Uh, and he has a whole host of qualifications Mm -hmm. to uh, that besides being the smartest man on earth right. because he happens to be my husband. So for those of you who don't know Scott or don't have any experience with him, he has years in the educational arena, both at the high school level and at the collegiate level. He has years and years in the business industry, in um, sales and in network marketing and working with distributors and customer relations. And then he also has years and years of experience in the personal growth and leadership training as a facilitator, as a trainer, and as a personal coach. So, and I can tell you, I get coached, uh, some of the best coaching in the world. 
it doesn't mean I'm always receptive to some of the best coaching in the say, world. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> can I just sit with my uh-huh. stuff uh-huh. right now uh-huh. and not have to try yeah. and be uh-huh. coached out of it? Uh, time out. Didn't yeah. ask for coaching. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're really, really, really excited to have Scott here with us today. So thank you, Scott, for choosing to share this time with us. We're really excited to have you here. I just can't wait to listen and learn. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being Mm -hmm. here, Scott. Well, thanks for including me. Yeah. I mean, for years, one of my favorite days of the month was always when you would come come home and say, oh, I have dinner with the girls tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And I never once begrudged that. Never. I always look forward to those to those opportunities for the girls to get together. Yeah. Um, I know it's good for your energy, your sanity. And you used to always come home in such a clean, beautiful space. And for so many years, I'd tell myself, I'd love to just be a fly on the wall. <laughs> just just to hear how the uh-huh. interplay is between these three amazing women. And just being able to listen in and watch your podcast the last 12 weeks or so. Yeah, yeah. today's number has, 13. Yeah. yeah, it's given me an opportunity to do that a little bit. And uh, didn't expect to be invited to sit here between the two of you. Wow. <laughs> but I thought maybe I should dye the ends of my hair blue and put on some glasses. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> but I cut my hair yesterday, so there's yeah. not enough hair oh, there to we go. deal with. But thanks for allowing me into your space. Oh, well, thank you. And for those of you who may be listening, I know how blessed I am to have someone in my life who is so supportive. I, I do have to say that he's always, always, always been supportive of my relationship, especially with with all of my friends, but especially with Jill and Patty. And um, I know when I'm in need of uh, time with Jill and Patty, because Scott will always say, um, um, when are you getting together with Jill and Patty? <laughs> right. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge, mm-hmm. wink, wink, say no right. more, say no more, you know, that kind of a thing. So. Anyway, we're uh, we're so excited to have Scott here, and thank you, Scott, for graciously being here, and also for that great those gracious words. And we're also very excited about our topic today. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be talking about kind and nice, mm-hmm. and is there a distinction between the two? And if there is, what is that? And how do we go about then showing up in the world? in a place that is nice and a place that is kind and how does it serve us either way. So Scott, is there a difference between kind and nice? And if there is, what is that difference? Huh. Well, if you would ask me two years ago, is there a difference between kind and nice? My answer probably would have been no. no nice people are kind and kind people are nice. And I remember one day uh, watching a TV commercial that was done by Kind Bars. Interesting right. name for that. And the question was asked in the commercial. They said, you know, they, the statement was, oftentimes people believe that the word kind and nice are the same. They're synonymous. They mean the same thing. And then they come back and they say, actually, there's a big difference between kind and nice. And the distinction they gave, the example they gave was, nice people will tell you what you want to hear. Kind people will tell you what you need to hear. Mm. I know for years, a couple of years, uh, teaching teen leadership conferences in the summer, one thing I used to share with, with teens is that sadly, most of them didn't really have true friends. 
they had a collection of people that they, you know, cocooned themselves within that were friends. Yeah. That would be nice to them. That would constantly tell them the things they thought they wanted to hear. Right. But I said, if you want to have true friends, find, find the kind of people <laughs> that will tell you, be willing <laughs> to take the risk. And the key word there is willing to. Right. Not yeah. that they always will tell you what you need to hear, but that they're willing to take that risk and tell you those things. Yeah. Well, and Scott, you made a great point. I wonder as you were doing the teen leadership conference and they're talking about their friends and that they're nice to, that seems like a surface relationship. And, and I think when you're willing to be kind or uh, take that risk, it's with a relationship that uh, has a lot of trust, right? And I think with kids, the worry is acceptance, approval, yeah. um, how am I viewed by others? And so I can imagine that a lot of those relationships tend to be more on the nice end of that. And so uh, finding, even though, fi and finding those relationships that have that um, trust or depth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a lot of friends that I'm, that I'm probably a nice friend to. And it's a kind of more of a surface relationship and, it's easier to be nice and agree or whatever, rather than get into it because it's not going to matter necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, but with my close friends that I have depth with, I think it's, I think I feel more safe taking that risk. Yeah. And is there anything wrong with nice? I hope not. Yeah. You know, I, I like to think that we live in a world that is nice. Um, but there's a distinction. You know, not so long ago, like I remember, you know, growing up, if someone said, oh, Scott likes Kim Michelle or Kim Michelle likes Scott, that was about as threatening as the word loves. Sure. Right. Because we didn't really didn't make, didn't, didn't make a distinction right. between right. those two yeah. words. Yeah. But if you're a parent, you probably remember that day that maybe one of your kids said, you know what? I love you but I really don't like you very much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. parents said that. Mm -hmm. or, or parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll always love you, I don't always like you. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and in, the, in, a, in the moment with, with a scenario like that, you know, you might be caught thinking, gosh, I never really realized what the difference was between those two things. Like I know one example is, um, I'm married to an amazing woman that loves to get her toenails painted. And for years, she would come home after getting her toenails painted, and I would say, oh, your toenails are just a beautiful red color. And the response was always, they're not red, they're coral. Well, sometimes they were red. <laughs> but sometimes they were coral, and, you know, I would expect you to know the difference. Uh, did you hear that? <laughs> the <All> expectation right. <laughs> was... a brick red. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And mm -hmm. I wasn't aware of the difference mm -hmm. or I didn't care enough to be open to the possibility that there was a difference and to investigate it enough to appreciate that difference. Right. And I, I think for me, kind and nice were much that way. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can understand. Right. Yeah. Where we, I, like you said, probably two years ago, you realized that there is a difference or, you know, two years, you wouldn't have known that. And that's, we haven't really taken the consideration to learn the difference. So how would, how would we define nice then? Well, let me start with this. C clearly there's a difference. Okay. And part of the evidence that there's a difference is in the distinct way that we use words. 
Like, for instance, you've probably had someone um, look at you and say, Kim Michelle, that is just a beautiful, that's a nice dress, nice dress you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Or, Patty, that's a really nice blouse that you're wearing. Mm-hmm. But you've probably never in your life ever had someone say, oh, that dress is so kind. <laughs> or that blouse is so kind. Right. Not yet. So th- yeah. they, they can't be the same. There's got to be something right. that right. distinguishes those two. Mm-hmm. You've probably thousands of times had someone say, have a nice day. Right. But sure. Or I'm, said it. Yeah. yeah. Or I said it yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course. But you've probably never had a scenario where someone said, have a kind day. Have a kind day. No, I don't think I have said that or yeah. heard, or heard that. Mm-hmm. So in investigating that... At least these are some of the things I came up with. And, you know, this, again, is my perception of it. And I don't have to be right about it. It's just my take on it. Nice is usually defined as things like something being pleasant or someone being agreeable, satisfactory, acceptable, especially around their behavior. So an adjective. Yes. Yeah. And we are raised and we probably raised our children Mm -hmm. to be nice kids. Yeah. Right nice teenagers right yeah and hopefully nice adults along the way Mm -hmm. Um, in their manners their culture all of those things their experience in life sure the social norms yep social norms yeah and you know so nice is become safe it becomes the expectation in society it's safe it's relatively easy because we just pattern what we've been taught the way we're supposed to show up and it's what's expected of us by others. Right. We're expected to show up as, as nice. And it's, it's, placa- it's placating. It is. It's going with the flow. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not making waves. It's not rocking the boat. Mm-hmm. The challenge to nice is it's motivated by what other people think of us. So we're about to make a choice and we go, gosh, what will that person think? or what will people think of us? Anytime it has that motivation, it's driven by, by nice. And it's not always authentic. It's what's conditioned in us. Right. But, you know, it's, it's not what we would do or say or how we would behave if we really were making a choice by maybe what our heart was telling us versus what we're being led by our, by our heads to do. Out okay. of fear instead of love. Okay, so for my own clarification then. So if I if I act in a way that is considered nice by societal standards or norms. So if I open a door for someone, mm-hmm. for example, I'm being polite or gracious in doing so. If I do that and I'm genuine in doing that, right? I'm I'm just doing it because I'm wanting to be polite, then I'm being nice for nice sake. If I'm doing it because I want to be seen a certain way, then that would be nice because I have a desire to be seen a certain way. So it's kind of like what motivates your behavior. But I would say if you were opening the door for someone because uh, you wanted to open the door for them because yeah. you're being gracious. I would say that is a kind act. But if you were opening the door for someone because you wanted someone to view you as a certain, a way. certain way, then that would be nice. So I think your first example to me would be an example of kindness mm. and you're motivated by 
the opinions of others would be nice. But we also know that it's okay to be nice. Yeah. Because that's what helps us get along with people. You know, an example that I used earlier today was if I'm flying on a plane, I pray that everyone on that plane will be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll follow the socially accepted norms. Yeah, they'll absolutely. Board the plane when they're supposed to, supposed to board. They'll follow the regulations and guidelines while they're on that flight. They'll treat each other in a way that's respectful. Um, but I also pray that if someone were to step up and not be so nice, like one, one, one example is bullying. Mm-hmm. Nice people won't bully other people. Right. right. But if somebody on a flight happens to bully a, a flight attendant or another passenger on the plane, I would pray someone, if not me, Right. That someone would pre- would step up would step forward and take a step beyond that which is socially acceptable or the norm, and actually do something to shut that bullying down. Which would be an act of, of kindness. kindness. That would be an act of kindness. Okay, not so nice. what is kindness then? So, to, so I I have to step in here. We talked about this earlier, but if if nice is an adjective, then we can be, view kind as a possible verb. Now, any English teacher knows the word kind can fill several different roles. Sure, exactly. Sure. But I think in order to make a distinction between the two, mm-hmm. it's easiest to think of nice as an adjective. Yeah. A nice woman, a nice a boy, a nice yep. mm-hmm. a descriptor. And if you'll think of kind as a verb, kindness requires an action or a step mm-hmm. being taken beyond the norm, beyond the expectation and my personal belief is that kindness is necessary for every healthy relationship in mm-hmm. life. For sure. Yes. No, it's going beyond. A, a test I, that, I, uh, that I came up with this morning was, imagine all the times in your life that someone, you did something, you took a step and someone said, oh, you really didn't have to do that. Ah. In other words, it was beyond what was expected. Mm-hmm. It was beyond the have to, mm-hmm. and it was, because you chose to do something. Right, in an altruistic manner, yep. not because mm-hmm. of uh, how you want people to view you. Right. Now that can happen too. Like I'm right. gonna do this nice thing because I want people in my neighborhood to know I'm a nice person, rather than I'm gonna do this nice thing because, or this kind thing, or this behavior, I'm gonna take dinner, or whatever, because it's, I, I don't wanna say what I should do, but it's the right thing to do and it also would serve me because I know if I'm serving others, I actually get fed too, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my soul or my, right. you know, I feel good about it, but hmm, I don't know. Well, but I, I, is it okay for you to get something in return when you act in a space of kindness? Because you're not doing it to get that in return. That's just when I, if I see myself as part of a shared human experience and from that place, I step into service to someone else Mm -hmm. and I serve them. And as a result of that service, I feel filled up as well because I have served in my humanness. Sure. Then that's got to be great, right? That's that's what we're hoping for here, right? I, I, don't, I don't think it's a question of right or wrong. Right, okay. I don't think one is right and the other one is less right or even wrong. 
I think it's a question of effectiveness. You know, which of the two in a choice on how to show up, is it more, is it more powerful to be focused on what other people might think of you than what you choose to do for others? Right. Right. It's well, and, and I also, we talked about kindness being, um, uh, a way to be honest to those, the, what they need to hear, which is the outward focus. I'm going to say mm-hmm. this to you because it would serve them to hear it. Now that doesn't also mean that you need to be brutally honest because you want to be. <laughs> so, but if I have a friend who's like, I just got this outfit, what do you think? And if I say, Oh, it, it's not flattering. I actually, I think it's too big. You probably need a smaller shirt or maybe you need a bigger this, or it's the, the waistline doesn't look great or whatever it is, whatever it is. If I can be honest about whatever they bought, then I feel like I'm doing them a service and I'm kind about it. Yes. Or I could go, it looks great. And it might be nice. That's nice, Mm -hmm. but that's not really honest. Mm-hmm. But how can can we show up honest in a nice way? <laughs> how do we do that? How do we make sure that we are um, supporting that other person by being kind, supportive, and loving, and come from a space of caring? Yeah, so that think, they I, know that. I think you hit on something that's really important, and that is that nice and kind are not mutually exclusive. Okay. I like that. You can be a kind person who's also nice. Mm-hmm. And you can be a nice person that's also kind. The problem is you can appear as a kind person, or sorry, appear as a nice person, but not really be kind at all. Right. So it, it, it can be a choice, but it's not necessary for it to be a choice. And I would, I would like to think nobody listening into this broadcast today would now use this as their convenient excuse um, to be a jerk, right? To be a fool, um, to be an a-hole, as sure. you know some people may call it, and just say I'm done being nice to people. I'm going to speak my truth. Um, well, your truth isn't necessarily the truth. It's simply your experience of someone else. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I sure. think the kind step there mm-hmm. would be to step back for a moment come from a place of empathy and compassion and understanding to a, to a point where you take the time to ask someone, mm-hmm. are you open to me sharing my experience around something with you? And if you're open, I'll share it. And I'll tell you right off the top, yeah. it will probably be risky for me to share that. And I love you enough to take that risk. Right. I love that too, because one of the things I think about being kind is that it is risky, you know, because you are putting yourself in a vulnerable place to speak the truth as you see it, as you know it, to somebody else. Um, and that can be scary. You get to step through your fear to do that. Mm-hmm. So to ask permission or to see if it's okay, if someone's open to hearing that, Even if they say, no, (laughs) I really am not, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a okay. You've done what you can to be of service to them. 
but you, and you still grow you in the process because you stepped through your fear to offer it, whether they're willing to receive that or not, that isn't yours to determine for them. It still grows you in your space. And I, I love that about choosing into kind Mm -hmm. to speak in a compassionate and loving way, the truth as you see it to someone else, sometimes the hard words, and then giving them the choice of whether they're going to hear it or not. In fact, a lot of it comes down to choice. For sure. I was just thinking um, as a language arts teacher, when I am grading papers, it is very important for me to be honest about their writing or they won't learn. So if I'm not willing to give them the, the truth about what they need to do to improve, then I'm not being kind. Yeah, it, that is not so a good powerful. space for me to be if I can't be honest about what they need to do to grow and learn. Um, and on just quick, wanted to uh, refer back to one of our listeners. Um, I like this. It said, it's absolutely okay to expect to get that good feeling from serving. I tell people that serving is a sure cure for depression. So if you're being kind, selfishly, that's okay. Go ahead and still serve others. Yeah. I like that. And there is this thing called reciprocal altruism. Mm-hmm. So when we reciprocate those uh, service for an altruistic reason or something outside ourselves, it it begets more altruistic behavior. And so hopefully the more kind we are, the more kind others are. So in, you know, in theory, well, that would be great. Well, and in actuality, we're modeling that too for the person that is on the other end of that. I mean, mm-hmm. they may have never had someone actually approach them in a place of honesty and compassion at the same time to step up and have an honest, open, responsible conversation with them and speak to them from that place. And as scary as that may be, if they've seen that happen and they were the one to receive that and they can be appreciative that someone could care enough about them Mm -hmm. to do that, then it may give them the courage to do the same. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think that's really a powerful example to set with people. Mm -hmm. And here's a different perspective around that. What if it's not possible to be kind and selfish at the same time? Hmm. What if there is nothing selfish about kindness? And here's what I mean by that. If you think about being nice, the motivation for being nice in by itself is selfish. It's doing something, focusing on what others might think of you. It can be. Typically, mm-hmm. yeah, commonly. It can be, commonly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, On the other hand, when you're coming from a place of kindness, Yes, it's still about you and that that feeling that you get in doing something kind for someone else, but it's also coming from a place of you taking a moment to step in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Coming from a place of understanding that they're a human being that's in a place of desperation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, a great test of kindness is how you show up with people when they're in a desperate state. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't know that I've ever met a human being that at some point in their life or some area in their life wasn't desperate. So it's treating everyone with that same graciousness, understanding and Mm -hmm. compassion, which is not selfish at all. Right. 
especially if I like how you pointed out, if you are stepping into their shoes to serve or help or offer honest information or whatever feedback, feedback for mm-hmm. sure. If you're stepping into their shoes to do that, that's that their motive is to help that person. Mm-hmm. And so you might get a good feeling about it, but your motive for doing it wasn't out of being selfish. And so I think I that, like that I really think that is the key, the key distinction is what is the motive? And I think the mm-hmm. motive is what helps us also discern whether it is an act of kindness or whether it is nice. Mm-hmm. If the motive is to serve you, if it is inward only, so if the motive for doing it is only to serve you, to make you look better or to make you more comfortable, then it's probably nice and it's not nice in the good sense. It's not right. just being courteous. So, it's socially not just courteous being polite. Following social norms. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's nice in the way that we mean it probably it's not of service to anybody really. Mm-hmm. If the motive is to be of service or is to see yourself in somebody else's shoes, then that is outward focused and it is to serve and to be of service. And if you gain from that too, that's okay. Because like you said, Patty, the motive, the intention, the purpose for which you're doing it is outward focused. Right. hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, uh, we've talked a little bit about the benefits of being kind, um, are, you know, that maybe we learn, um, some empathy towards others. Um, some other benefits of being kind is that we get the good feeling of, oh, we, we help this person out and we get a little feel good. And even though that wasn't our motive, um, another benefit is that reciprocal, um, kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, but in a way there are so many benefits of being nice not necessarily benefits that are um, awesome, like being but, kind. But, but payoffs. Pay, there are payoffs. Pay yeah. So sometimes it's better. Sometimes we're like, you know, I'm just going to yeah, play nice here sure. because I don't want to have the disagreement or I don't right. want to. Um, <laughs> I want to avoid co- conflict. I want to avoid conflict. It's more comfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's more comfortable for me to play nice. Play nice. There are yeah. definitely payoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're, like you said, they're not exclusive. Nope. Um, there are definitely times that nice works and definitely times where we could choose to be more kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and I think you're totally right there. I mean, this is interesting. Um, yesterday when I was doing a little bit of research into nice and kind, I took the time to do an online survey and maybe they'll post it in the, in the chat or something yeah, on the, on the podcast, mm-hmm. but there was an online survey around how kind are you? Now, I like to think of myself as a kind person. I think most people like to think of themselves as a kind person. For example, if you got 100 people together and you said, are you a better than average driver? I'm going to suggest that probably 100 out of 100 people (laughs) would say, oh, yes, I'm a better than average driver. Right. When mathematically speaking, only 49 of them are better than average. Right, right, right. right. Um, And I think oftentimes the same can be true about kindness, is we like to think of ourselves as kind. So I took the survey and got the results of the survey back, 
And I've spent a lot of years working on personal development <laughs> sure. and training. And it would be so nice to think that as a result of that, I've arrived somewhere in the world of niceness. Or kindness. kindness. Uh, of kindness, yes, yes. of kindness. Um, I know I spent a whole lot of, year, a lot of years in the world of niceness, mm-hmm. where at work I was just seen as the nice guy. Uh-huh. Kind, Placating, friendly, friendly you know, pleasing. Fr- with everyone, never right. rock the boat. No. Um, but then I'd get home and I could be an absolute beast because I had all this, I worked so hard to appear mm-hmm. Well, it nice. takes a lot of energy. It does. It's yeah. exhausting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I would show up at home with people that loved me and I knew they loved me and would accept me and would forgive me. And it's like the armor would come off and then the beast would appear. Um, well, when I did the survey, the survey came back and basically said, you're not nearly as nice, kind. 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 You're not nearly as kind as you think you are. Um, for example, you, you show up with an expectation of kindness requiring sacrifice. In other words, you have to give up something in order to show up as kind in the world. Uh, that was a great opportunity for me because now I got to confront myself. Right, got some feedback from the sure. internet. And one of the ways I looked at that is, I don't think kind is a state that you arrive in. I think for a lot of us, we work so hard to show up as nice, believing that niceness is the path to satisfaction and fulfillment and joy in the world. Well, I hate to break it to you, but if that were true, we would have all, most of us, would have already arrived. We don't, we'd be happy, joyful, satisfied right. all the yeah, time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So achieving true joy and satisfaction has got to require something beyond just showing up as the nice person. And at least for me, part of the path to that is not to arrive at a state of kindness, but to make it a commitment every day to show up as a kinder person. person yeah. And the first step towards that is awareness. If I right. have no clue how I'm showing up, if I don't have someone or something in life giving me that gentle nudge, then things tend to never change. So can you explain a little bit more about, because I think you took the test as well yes. and also had the sacrifice part. Yes. So I'm, is it, does, does that mean I'm only being kind if I'm sacrificing something? No. What, what does from, that mean for you when, guys? When I read the, the analysis, um, it said that, Really, it's saying that part of what I get to work on is that kindness, I'm, there's kindness for me, but I also believe that kindness requires sacrifice on my part mm-hmm. because I don't set any boundaries when it right. comes to kindness. I don't set any boundaries for serving other people. I will jump into the service pool for other people, but I don't necessarily, I'm not as kind to myself in the practice of kindness Mm -hmm. as I might be in service to other people. And that that is part of the kindness theory Mm -hmm. is that you would be kind to yourself as well as kind to other people. Mm -hmm. And see, I think uh, from a teaching perspective, um, I'm, I'm nice, you know, kids um, are feel fine to come talk to me or if they need an extension. And what I find myself doing is not setting boundaries to be 
seen as nice. So I get caught up in staying later or accepting something late or meeting mm-hmm. someone at a different time than I had originally, you know, I, I might set an original boundary, but then I don't keep to my boundaries so that I'm viewed as a nicer mm-hmm. person. So that's so, great self-awareness that, I mean, that's really powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Between the three of us in our lifetime, how many times do you think we've ever worked really hard all day sat down to appreciate a really nice dinner with our families. Mm -hmm. And the very moment we sat down to enjoy that dinner, our phone rings. Yeah. Well, how do we handle that? So often what we'll do, what I will do is I'll say, oh, I can always reheat reheat the dinner. Mm -hmm. This person needs me. Right. Right. So then I'll forego the nice warm dinner and time with my family to be on a call with someone that Probably didn't really need me that much, at least didn't need me in that moment. Right. It may not have been such an emergency. Exactly. That we, but why do we do it? Because I felt needed. Yeah. Right. So we'll, we'll create value for ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. out of other people needing us. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And and your call a couple, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, you did an amazing podcast around saying yes versus saying no saying Mm -hmm. yes when it would serve you to say no yeah and and i think i I think how that's relevant here is oftentimes people won't want to show up as kind out of fear that if they do people will take advantage of them right because now they're soft and fluffy and you know everybody's going to step on them when the reality is probably just the opposite of that kind people tend to have enough self-worth and value and confidence Mm -hmm. that they'll create boundaries and, and people that are, you know, respected the most are the people that model respect Mm -hmm. and treat other people with respect. So oftentimes I would suggest the kindest thing you can do for yourself, others, and the world is set those boundaries and be willing to say no. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Other, you know, versus, people that are driven by the need. And I want to be careful about distinguishing this class of people are nice and this class of people are kind. But if I'm in that place where what's driving me is the need to appear kind, Mm -hmm. nice Nice. to someone else, I will probably rarely, if ever, say no. Right. Out of fear that that's going to create disagreement Uh and upset and Mm -hmm. frustration. And now watch this. I've let someone down. I let someone down. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm resentful. Mm -hmm. And then the next step becomes I'm angry. Right. So then I show up as angry. Now imagine what that does. Now it takes that whole niceness thing and just flushes it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it can be, like we said, a real burden. Mm-hmm. to try to show up that way versus taking the more kind and authentic right. step in life. Right. And I think you're a hundred percent right. If we are feeling obligated to be nice, it will, it will cause some resentment. Yeah. Rather sure. than, uh, and I liked what you said from our podcast last time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think is what you said. Mm-hmm. Yes. And here's how I can do yes. that. Mm-hmm. So, well, and, or here's what it would require uh-huh. of me on mm-hmm. my end. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is a really extreme example, but I think it drives it home is how many times have you watched a news report about a horrific crime that's been committed by someone 
and they're interviewing the neighbors and the neighbors say, oh no, he would never do that. Mm-mm. He's ju- he's the nicest person right, that I exactly. ever met. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you have all that penned up frustration uh-huh. about, well, I do nice things for people, but you know, I hold the door for someone, but they never tell me thank you. Right, mm-hmm. oh, and I don't think you should ever do anything nice or kind uh, with an expectation, with an expectation mm-hmm. of Bingo. someone else. Yeah. Absolutely. And I also, when I see people who are nice and friendly and happy and never down them all up, I don't know. I don't yeah. even know how to relate. <laughs> are you, are you even a real person? <laughs> I don't, that's when we call each other. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay, where's some, where's some real stuff here? Like, are you real? Yeah. And but, I would say, I would just add to what you said about classifying people. I, I don't think we need to. I, I think the purpose of this conversation is to understand that every one of us, probably shows up as both of these. Sure. It's just a conversation for us to be in reflection around what am I choosing and why am I choosing it? And is my choice moving me towards what I say it is that I want in my life Mm -hmm. so that I can have awareness around it and then choose differently if it's not getting me where it is I say I want to be or how I want to show up or if it's not garnering the feelings I want to have in my life and the relationships I want, et cetera. So. Well, and I, I think the timing of it is really critical. If you spend any time at all on social media, mm-hmm. I don't know that the world we live in has ever been in greater need of kindness. Of kindness. Of people that take the time to appreciate, understand, leave judgment, you know, behind the door. Right. And come from a place of respect for other people versus having to be right and mm-hmm. coming from a place of condemnation and right. attack. Well, and I like what you said earlier is uh, to, how I, how did you say it? Kind show up when others are in despair mm-hmm. and our true kindness shows mm-hmm. up yes. or we show yeah. up as, and I was thinking about that too what, earlier when we were talking um, prior to the podcast, we talked about how some uh, people, we've all been in despair, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when someone's in despair, oftentimes we're judging why are they in this disparative situation? And um, it's not ours to know why. It's not ours to ask why. Our, ours is only to be kind in a humane to support humanity. Right. So it doesn't matter um, if, do not put, do they deserve my kindness? Exactly. That's not it. That is that right. That's not Mm -hmm. ours to decide. That's not ours to decide. Really, if you're truly coming Mm -hmm. from a place of kindness, then how they dug themselves into the hole isn't a reason for why we would reach out our hand and pull them out of the hole. Right. Isn't right. They may have dug that hole. Exactly. They may have fallen into that hole. Right. Exactly. Their parents may have started digging that hole. hole. (laughs) You know, there's a million reasons people get in a hole. Exactly. Um, And it's only ours to help. Absolutely. And that, that is a true act of kindness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that would be our gentle nudge we talked about yeah. is to show up each day just a little bit kinder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah. across the board, mm-hmm. that would be our gentle nudge to all of you is mm-hmm. to show up a little bit kinder. And myself. Yeah. I, I was just going to, I know we're running out on time, but I was wondering, um, Scott, what do you think about this? Do you think that nice 
is a cultural social construct of um, certain behaviors um, that help society get along. Do you think that we've learned to be like nice? Like we take turns, like everything I needed to learn, I learned in kindergarten. Take your turn, share your pencil, whatever, you know, that book. Yes. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think those are all behaviors that are nice, that help people mm -hmm. get along in their circles, Yeah, but that aren't always the honest, kind, I don't know. I, and I think where you really nailed it was with the word in their circles. Mm. Kindness, I believe, is universal. Sure. I, I, I 100 percent right. caring compassion. Niceness absolutely is cultural. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe that, travel to a foreign country. Yeah. The, yeah. The social norms of the nicest social norms are a the lot different. The rules of niceness. Yes. yes. Be very different. Yeah. Yeah. Border to border, community to community. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Neighborhood to neighbor from mm -hmm. neighborhoods. Yeah. So. yeah, I think so. there are some truths in that, right? If share your pencil, speak nicely, uh -huh. don't right? yell, don't mm -hmm. run, don't take push your turn. and shove. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think there's some truth to that, and I think when they're initially taught, they're taught so that we can all get along, mm -hmm. and from that space, I think it is beyond just nice because it's for the greater good of all of us. I think it's then when it becomes something that it's not. Right. Now, it, when it becomes, well, if I don't share my pencil, then how will other people see me? So now I'm gonna share only because I'm concerned about how other people right. see me. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I think so. nice is like a base coat of paint. I like that. Uh -huh. right? mm -hmm. It helps cover what's there. Mm -hmm. But the true color and you know mm, and, and beauty in life mm -hmm. comes to what we add on top of that base coat. Will and you that's please kindness. write that quote down and get that posted? Scott? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scott. I, I'm gonna write that. I love that. In fact, I'm gonna make that a bulletin board. The other the other the, you know, you see a lot of t shirts about if you can be anything, choose to be kind. Uh-huh. You know, and just a lot that are just be kind. For sure. Um, I want to print up a t-shirt that says, be nice, do kind. I like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because kind is a, is a verb. Is, is the what action. we're going to say, uh -huh. yeah. right? It's the, the action. altruistic action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To pull people out of yeah. the hole. Yeah. yeah. So, so thank you so much, Scott, thank you, for Scott. joining us oh, today. Oh, it's an honor. What, what yeah, an enjoyable how conversation. Fun has this been? And it's just flown <laughs> I, by. So Yeah, it has. And yeah. I feel so lucky to have been a part of this conversation. Yeah. So thank, thank you. you so much. Well, I'm no Jill Burkett. Well, well, no. That's a given. Not none <laughs> I, of us are. No. What, if you want to talk about a kind yes, I was just considerate person. Yeah. She leaves no one behind. Yeah. She thinks of things that people need before they know they need it. <laughs> and we were talking and I just have to throw this in there because when we came back to this, when we came back to St. George, um, I was just like a week out of um, having my double mastectomy and we were coming back from um, our move from California. So we were moving and uh, it was craziness. And we got in really, really late uh, into our home. And Jill and Patty had already been there and they'd gone through the whole house and they had left the things that 
you always forget about. They'd left toilet paper in every bathroom. They had, that's, that's Mm -hmm. kind. Well, that's, that is kind. I, I didn't want to do it. It was Jill's like <laughs> forced me. I, know. I was like, she's like that. They don't need toilet paper. They have paper bags, right? Right. I, yeah. I wasn't and, willing to do it, but no. And the key is hundred percent. You didn't have to do it. No, it wasn't an obligation. No. And no. we were just one grateful that you were moving home. So excited to have you here. We wanted to make sure that you wanted to stay. It was to this day. It just brings me to tears because it was just <laughs> such a beautiful act of love mm-hmm. and kindness and so, yep. Anyway, I, we our gentle nudge go out and be kind. And, I, and our sign off for today, um, as we uh, don't forget our book. Oh yeah, be reading mm-hmm. the book the, Woman of Troublesome Creek. And uh, our sign off for today is have a kind have a day. kind day. <laughs> have a kind day. <laughs> Bye everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Scott, thank you so much. Yes, so great. That was so great. And I. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.